Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a fantastic day. You're listening to Tech Fest Talks, a podcast by students for students. And I am Arushi with a brand new episode for all the science lovers and all the curious minds about diabetes with a PhD student, Sarah Kamli Salino at the University of Aberdeen. So, how are you today, Sarah? I'm all fine, thank you. How are you, Arushi? I'm fine too. So let's get started with our questions for today. Currently, I understand you are working on treatment for diabetic nephropathy. Can you please give a quick overview of what this is? So diabetic nephropathy, or what is called um, diabetic kidney disease, is a complication of diabetes uh, in the kidney. Uh, basically, uh, people with diabetic nephropathy, they have a short um, lifespan because they have so much problem with the kidney. And by this, I mean they have more protein into the urine, they have more uh, glucose into the urine, which means the kidney has been damaged. And the kidneys is one of the major organs. So if there is any failure in, in this organ, you will have a lot of problems. Wow, it seems like a very difficult implication of diabetes. Yes. So could you explain a little more about your research project and what you're aiming to do with your research? Sure. So um, right now, there is no full treatment for diabetic nephropathy patients. The The treatments cons- uh, consist in managing the glucose um, management, uh, I mean to lower the glucose into these patients, or to, for example, um, people with uh, diabetic nephropathy, they have hypertension, so we try also to manage their hypertensive uh, condition. But that's it. Usually people with diabetic nephropathy, they will go to what we call end-stage renal disease, and those usually need transportation. Mm-hmm. And so, as you know, transportation is not the best solution for their life. So my work consists in finding a treatment uh, for diabetic nephropathy, either to prevent the disease or to revert the disease. And to treat this, I am exploring the use of modified cannabinoids to uh, target only the kidney and or the organ in the body, but not the brain, so that the cannabinoid has no effect into the brain. I see. So do these cannabinoids exist currently? Yes, so they do exist. Uh, some has been tested in humans in the past, but uh, like I said, they were um, they can have an effect into the brain. Mm-hmm. And studies has to be stopped because people were developing suicidal effects, uh, which is not good at all. So chemist has modified the, the cannabinoids, and that's why I'd like to call it the synthetic cannabinoids, so that the, the drug won't go into the brain and have those adverse effects, but only keep the good effects for the treatment uh, for, in my case, for diabetic nephropathy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they do exist. They have been tested. Uh, there is hopeful and good results. The only thing now it has to be uh, tested for diabetic nephropathy because it hasn't been done in the past, only for diabetes. Wow, it's very interesting. So before I continue on with some more questions about your PhD project, what has your journey so far been like? What previous qualifications did you take? Oh, <laughs> my, my parkour is a little bit unusual, I might say. So uh, I was in high school in France. And um, I didn't know really what I wanted to do. So I've been to 
many schools. I wanted to be a nurse, then a dental uh, assistant. But then I found out that uh, STEM would be my way. So I went to the university where I have passed my um, French bachelor. Then I had the opportunity to come into Aberdeen. Uh, so I came here as a third year uh, direct entry student. And then I had the opportunity to do a master by research uh, at the University of Aberdeen again mm-hmm. uh, with Professor Mirela Delibegovic. And I enjoyed the experience so much that I wanted to stay here to continue my work. Uh, and then I got into a PhD, which I am doing right now. And what is really good is that my honors project during my bachelor year in Aberdeen, my master project, but also my PhD were all related to diabetes and the complication due to diabetes. Wow, that's great to hear. Um, So what got you interested into researching treatments for diabetes again, since I understand you researched for your master's too? So I I really enjoyed this project, my master project, because it was not only the understanding of diabetes and the complication. So in my master project, it was uh, diabetes and atherosclerosis or uh, the um, accumulation of fatty plaques into the artery, which caused a lot of heart problems. And I was not only trying to understand the disease, but also to uh, use new treatment to uh, revert the atherosclerosis in diabetic condition. And I enjoyed so much trying to understand all those complex mechanisms. Not only like I wanted just to see what's going on in diabetes, but also in atherosclerosis, and just having this complex. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding, I really enjoy that. Trying to find the piece into this puzzle of mechanism is what I enjoyed the most into my project. And this is what I'm finding again into my PhD, so I'm really glad. That's so great and so cool to hear. So going back to your PhD project, do you use much coding or many computers in your research? So I don't use coding. I am mostly working with living, uh, so it can be cells. Uh, or other uh, organism mm-hmm. and um and in terms of technology computer wise we don't use this uh, we do use some software to analyze our cells to see how many cells i have into a, a flask for example or to do on my statistical analysis but we do use some cool stuff in the lab uh, that use the camera to detect any lights emitted by proteins or 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 fluorescence or all these kind of things so yeah it it is not computer based but it's still really cool wow so one of the most versatile topics that i think is growing in research is genetics do you think genetics is playing a role within your research or it, it has leeway to do so in the future oh yes definitely for diabetic nephropathy genetics as well as lifestyle has a huge impact into the development of the disease but uh, if I have to go back just to the genetics only, if people that has the ability to develop diabetes or people that has the ability to develop hypertension or both are the one that with the highest risk of developing di- uh, diabetic nephropathy. And, and, and definitely trying to understand the mechanism of the genetics in the development of the disease is really important today, but also in the future to try to prevent the, the onset of the disease. So there would be aspects of personalized medicine then with this? 
this is what we hope for. Uh, but before we go to that point, it would be really important to understand the mechanism mm-hmm. on how the disease develop and how we can reverse or prevent the development of the disease. But then once we have all the keys, we can try to figure out how to do personalized medicine, I believe. Let's hope that comes soon then. Yes. I was wondering, how do you get funded for your project? So my project has been funded by Medical Research Scotland in partnership with the pharmaceutical company AstraZeneca in Cambridge. And the Medical Research Scotland has the aim to fund a lot of projects trying to understand, but also trying to to cure diseases and to understand how they develop. Wow. Um, So... Is there much teamwork within your PhD project? Oh, yes. Teamwork is the key. Teamwork is everything into a lab because not only you won't feel alone when you do your projects, when you will design your project, but you will receive so much support and, and, and not only moral support, but also work support. And in our lab, in Professor Mirela Delibigovic's lab, we are all helping each other with everything it could be just with some writings, with how to research things on the internet, but also with experiments. Someone that doesn't know how to do something, we will absolutely help and teach. And 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 if we need help with one of the experiments that we that would require two or three people, we will always be there for each other. Wow, it's so amazing to have networks then. Yes. So recently with the global pandemic and everything, how has COVID impacted your research? Oh, uh, it has impacted a lot, especially at the beginning, uh, because uh, with the lockdown, we were not allowed to go into the lab, which was really complicated, especially during the first year of the PhD, where you don't have enough data to actually work from home. So during the lockdown, we were mainly reading and writing, trying to plan the after lockdown. Uh, work and then once the lockdown has been lifted in July we were able to go back to the lab but mostly PhD students and also postdoc uh, so that at least we can continue our research or to start them for a lot of first year PhD and then now with the COVID uh, we also had a lot of restriction like the number of people into one room which is normal of course but that slows down the research by a lot and also something that not a lot of people think about and also access to consumables like gloves or uh, plates for PCR as you may have heard uh, PCR or qPCR is a method used for the detection of COVID Mm -hmm. and this is something that we also use in the lab so all the restriction and access to consumable slow down the research. I see it sounds like a difficult time to be doing anything I guess. It is. The final question just to wrap this episode up if you could invent something new to help people manage diabetes, what would it be? Um, I have a little think about that because working with um, treatments and how to treat diabetic disease 
one of the things that often come up and something that I truly believe is to have drugs that will directly target the organ of interest. So, for example, in diabetes, if you want to target the pancreas, which uh, which is the organ that will produce insulin, and insulin will lower the glucose. Mm-hmm. If you want to restore the function or trying to boost the production of insulin, Maybe with the drug that would directly target the pancreas, that would be great because not only you will need less drug to produce an effect, but that would also be less costly for the patient. And and not only that, not only to target specific tissue, but also trying to have a compound that will not only try to treat diabetes, but also all the complications. And by that, that means if you have diabetes, but you also have kidney disease, that would be great to have a drug that will target both disease. Because right now, patients have a lot, a lot of medication to take every day. And if we can at least reduce all those medications by just one pill a day, that would be really helpful for them. Wow, this seems like truly a miracle drug because it would reduce the problem of over-medicalization and everything. Thank you so much for your time and for starring in this episode. Thank you so much, Arushi. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.